0: Hi, it's Adam and welcome to my podcast, Marketer Insider, where you'll get the inside scoop on what's working in the marketing world today. You'll hear case studies from real world businesses and interviews from successful, respected and sought after marketers. Today, I'm very excited to welcome and introduce Rita Agulian to the podcast. Rita is the founder of Lick Your Phone Media. She has amassed over 1.9 million followers between two Instagram accounts, and her clients include the likes of McDonald's, Coca-Cola, and Uber Eats. The quality of the information you'll hear in this podcast is exceptional. You're hearing from a true expert in their field, someone who's done it before, and someone who's helping others do it as well. But I must let you know that there has been a little bit of a recording error on my behalf, which has led to a little bit of echoes here and there. For the most part, you won't even notice it. For 90 plus percent, there's no issue at all. It's clear and great audio, but there is a little parts that have a little bit of an echo. So just keep that in mind. But the podcast is truly unbelievable. So it's not one to be missed. Enjoy. So welcome to the podcast, Rita. Really excited to have you. Thank you
1: so much, Adam. I'm, I'm pumped. I'm pumped.
0: Amazing. So I'd like to take this back to where it all began with Lick Your Phone. What's the backstory? How did that begin?
1: Um, It started off when in 2014, we're traveling with friends. I went to the Greek islands and it was the best time of my life. Yes. And so what I loved was experiencing different places and restaurants. I've always loved food. I think it's part of our background and culture. I think and food is a necessity, right? Yes. But experiencing different places to go out and um, eat and visit is something that I genuinely enjoy. So when you've come back from overseas and you come back to Sydney, I th- that feeling was still there. I'm like, well, I'm not overseas, but I still can explore our Sydney city. Um, and that's where the I guess the first initial thought process came through. There was social media pages at that time. So this is now 2015. Okay. There was this specific page, which is no longer active, but it was, it's called breakfast in Sydney. And they used to promote places for you to experience in Sydney, but it was just breakfast. And I thought to myself, well, why would I stop at breakfast? There's breakfast, lunch, dinner, dessert. And so I had it within me, this idea, I want to create something. And on April 3rd, 2015, uh, I was having a conversation with a friend and then the name just hit me, lick your phone. So I had my personal Instagram page called Rita Agulian, which had 600 followers at the time. I checked for the name to make sure that it was available lick your phone and guess what luckily there was it was and I uh, basically just changed my personal Instagram account to lick your phone overnight and I started posting reposting at the time places that I have been to and I love eating at so on April 3rd 2015 is where it all started
0: amazing so you've you had this idea this inspiration you've created the account name which started off as your original account and then you started to repost these food images on Instagram. Yes. What was the process from there? How did you actually gain a following and how did you get the ball rolling once you changed over?
1: Okay. Very good question. So at the time, remember, there was not much about uh, information about how to grow a following. So everything... I've learned is by organic doing it yourself. So whatever has been working has been from learning from our mistakes and also we're always testing. So to answer your question the before you go on to what is let's grow our following take a step back and go what is the purpose of your social media profile. So for us It was, we're showing you the juiciest and sexiest places for you to experience in Sydney and also internationally, mainly focused on Sydney. That is the value that we're adding to someone's life for following us. We're making it easy. We're letting them know where to go. We build trust. So we're not going to just promote somewhere that's just, hey, because they either paid us or felt like it. Um, it's a genuine place that if we like it it's a friend recommending a friend so that's the value so what we started to do so what was happening is we'd look at image. so at the time there was no such thing as videos so it was just images okay. yes and it was finding images of restaurants that would genuinely have been to and liked so the first place i ever posted was black at the star loved it and then it started from there so Always continue. And it was what we learnt at the time was it was about posting as much as possible. So this isn't as I guess you would call it a strategy. So at the time it was promoting quickly, so a lot,
0: but engaging. How much is a lot? How how often were you posting? we were posting six times a day. Six times a day.
1: Six times a day. So breakfast, lunch, dinner, dessert, and then dessert, dessert.
0: Yes. So okay.
1: Quite quite a lot. Yes. But what brought the most momentum is the fact that the name itself it was engaging. It's yes. Like, it, it sticks. It the, does. Yeah of the logo is lips with sprinkles on it. So that also captures attention. And remember, I didn't know this. I just, at the time I was just like, I like it. Yes. It's a part of me that I'm expressing myself because of course we eat with our mouth, Makes yeah. sense with the phone. And it's a cheeky name. It's like, lick your phone. What? Like yes. So it's all about capturing people's attention. So making sure that we were consistently and persistently posting engaging visual visuals is how the first initial steps of growth. That is what worked at that time. The second process, uh, when video was introduced, we grabbed onto that baby like no tomorrow. Video captures attention like no tomorrow. It will stop the thumb from scrolling. And at the time, so people were really fascinated by egg pork. Well, it's what we call egg pork, an egg oozing out chocolate, melting out cheese, you know, uh, coming out of a burger and squeezing it. These are visuals that people hadn't seen before and we were the first at that time to basically show people and it intrigued people. So it's capturing people's attention again through content that's what helped us grow at that period.
0: Awesome, six pieces of content per day is a lot to be posting. How are you actually gener- generating six pieces of content per day?
1: So at the time, um, so two weeks in from creating with Your Phone, yes. um, with my two friends, I had shared my password with them, and I was like, hey, let's do this together, because we yeah. had gone overseas traveling together. So we had a roster. So we would there was three of us at the time posting and we would all take a turn. So if it was if I had posted, someone else would post and then someone else would post. And then it just kept on going like that for about two years.
0: Perfect. So you talked a lot about creating engaging content. How did you know what was going to be engaging and how did you know what people would actually respond to?
1: Okay. This is a very simple answer. What catches your attention will capture someone else's attention. I am a very visual person. So therefore, if it's caught my attention and I like it, therefore I want to express it and show it to someone else. That's what captures attention. So always put yourself as like, oh, that, that stopped my thumb from scrolling. That looks good. Share it and test it. Test it and look at your insights to see because now you've got insights to actually show you and help you track what is working that's really important data is everything data is king it'll give you the answers that you're seeking
0: okay awesome that's great that's also really good advice testing something looking at the results and then analyzing the data to make decisions moving forward correct at the time when you were growing this, you were posting six times a day. There were there were three of you in total. You were taking your roster and doing the posting. Were you yes. doing this full-time or was this still a hobby at the time?
1: This was very much a hobby at the time. So my background is finance. Okay. And, and uh, so I would be working full-time in finance, loved the finance game at the time. And, but whilst I was on the phone, having a conversation talking about novated leases. I was also posting or looking for content. Yes. So that's, that's uh, the answer to your question. It was a hobby that transitioned into a passionate career of mine.
0: Fantastic. So how long were you actually working for while running Lick Your Phone before making that transition to Lick Your Phone Media full time?
1: So, lick your phone had uh, started April third, two thousand and fifteen. So, from two thousand and fifteen, and I believe it was in two thousand and eighteen, that's when I took the leap with faith and I quit my job. However, I just didn't do it because I went, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do this. I had a plan in my mind of what. I wanted to do when I conceived. When I I talk about it like it's my child. <laughs> when I conceived this brand, yes. with your phone. The intention. So my background has always been business development. I'm very passionate about business. My family is in business. My father, my my brother as well. Both, especially my brother. He's a very successful business uh, man, and yes. that inspires me. It's within my blood to be a successful business. Model. It's in your blood. It's in my blood, I was born born to do this. And so I had, so yes, I was creating this hobby, but behind in my mind, I was like, okay, we can, I got to work out how to monetize and turn this into an actual career, business. So business with pleasure, loved it. So when um, it was 2018, I made that uh, call. I threw a massive burger party at work. I had, I think, maybe about fifty burgers delivered to the office, and I, you know, celebrated with a bang. I called it "Quit Your Job." To, uh, yeah, uh, I can't remember the hashtag. I created as some sort of a ha- like "Follow Your Dreams."
0: Okay. You sure? Yes.
1: Dream, yes. Threw a burger party, quit my job, and went ahead with starting to build a business from scratch and working out what this business was.
0: Yeah. Great. So when you left your job, what sort of a following did you already have on your lick your phone accounts? And what was the plan moving forward once you had gone into this full time?
1: Okay. So the following, then, it could have been maybe 390 K or 400,000 thereabouts. Yes. Um, can't remember exactly but it was I think maybe around that because after a while you stop really you, you stop tracking the following right I don't do it for the following I do it because I still genuinely love it and to answer your second question at the time when I quit my job I thought I was going to create an app the plan was completely different and the plans continuously changed I I didn't know or didn't feel like I wanted to run a social media marketing agency. I thought I was going to create a uh, a website or an app that basically brings all your dessert boxes into one platform. So it's like, like think of like an Etsy, but for food. So you can find all your gift boxes in one home. Did that, created our own gift boxes, failed miserably in public, I believed, and then I thought, well, and I didn't enjoy it as well. I was like, I don't like this. What am I good at? And I'm like, I'm good at social. I'm really good at social. I love creating content. And I I am a social media marketer and social media manager. So I do that for our own socials. I was like, well, why don't I use that knowledge and help other business? I genuinely love helping others. I get a kick out of that. So only recently, maybe in the last like 12 months or maybe even eight months did I make that decision. That's the transition. And that's where I'm going to take the business.
0: Amazing. That's, that's really exciting. So you come out, you, you leave your job and you've got this idea for this gift box for desserts business, which you yes. launched and you posted it and promoted it on your, lick your phone account um, and yes. various other pages. And you realize pretty quickly that this wasn't what you wanted to do. And you realize your core strengths, which are social media management and and growing social media accounts. So what's the service that you offer now?
1: Oh, let me tell you. (laughs) Okay. So we're a hospitality marketing agency. What that means is anything that has to do with social media, for restaurants brands such as Coca-Cola within the hospitality space, we master that division with these services. So we provide private mentoring with social media education. So let's say you go, no, I don't want to learn. I just want someone to do it for me. Then we actually implement everything that we've done on our socials and do it for you. So done for you services. So posting consistently every day, creating content. What content means is images, and videos that will attract and capture people's attention. Copywriting, in each caption, there is copy. It must also be engaging. We specialize in influencer marketing. What that means is so we've got the best of both worlds. People or brands still view us as influencers. Yes. I don't consider yes. us as an influencer, I consider it as an influential brand. So I can see how others communicate. So agencies, how they communicate to us. I know what I like and what works and what what sort of communication will I will say yes to in regards to accepting work or contract. And I then use the best practices, make it better, and then help other businesses with influencer marketing. Does that make sense, by the way?
0: Yeah, that makes sense. And I think one of the great things about you is, you've got a track record of growing these accounts, which I think is a big testament to your skill set. Whereas a lot of other companies are coming in and offering these services, but they haven't, they haven't actually done it for themselves.
1: That is so true. Right. So I, 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 I look at it. So can you see that I just got stumbled? I'm like, I, 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 I. (laughs) So absolutely. So we've done it. We know what works because of the years of experience and the years of um, going every day, what testing what works and what doesn't. So we know what works because we've done the hard yards and we know the do's and we know the don'ts. So if I can touch on what not to do, are you okay with me to touch on what not to do? Please if do yeah. growing, yeah. Or if you're trying to grow an, your own audience, which is basically think of like a newsletter, people that are genuinely wanting to opt in to hear about your products or services. What you don't do is you do not follow unfollow. If you have an agency doing this for you, get rid of that because if you're doing that, you're actually breaking the rules of Instagram, which means that your page can be disabled or deleted forever. It's cheating the system and you're not gaining anything, but you're damaging your brand by doing so. You want to capture genuine people. That's not how you do it. You do not buy fake followers. They're fake. You're not advertising to anyone real. It does not make sense. Yeah. And um, that's the two main thing is, yeah, just just don't do that. Don't do
0: that. Yeah. So what would you say companies that want to get their brand out there on social media, they want to grow a following. Like you said, they want their audience on their profile and they want to actually monetize their profile. What would you say? Like, what should a brand do?
1: Okay. Whether it's a brand or an influencer, this is
0: what you do.
1: You must first figure out what value are you adding to someone's life? Why should someone follow you? Would you even follow yourself? don't be vain and go i just want more people no it's not about that it's the other person it's not it's not about you it's about the consumer how are you going to impact someone's life that's the first step two it is and always will be about your content strategy now it sounds simple and it really is just that content is what drives and will engage people with your brand or yourself as an influencer. So create more videos, 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 videos are where it's at. And it could be, so if you're a mentor or if you have a marketing agency, it could be you just flipping out your iPhone. It doesn't have to be fancy recordings or equipment record and give your best tips and continuously do that on a regular basis. If you're a food influencer or a brand, pop some eggs, squeeze some cheese, just make sure that your camera is still, we're not on a jumping castle, so don't make sure that you're jumping up and down with that camera, be still and just check the lighting. You know, if there's shadows, get rid of the shadows. Um, That is what drives entertainment. Another very important thing is having a carousel post. Carousel posts will always outperform a single post. So, and the reason why is people like to see and know what they don't know. We're nosy. People, humans are nosy. So they will swipe. So if someone is lingering on that specific post for more than three seconds, it's considered a view. So anything less than that, it does not count as a view. That's a fun fact by Instagram. That is the main formula. Now, then you go on to how often you're going to be posting. We used to do six times a day. Look, that is so draining. That, And I think it's a bit overkill. That does no longer work for us anyway. We then went down to posting once a day. That also didn't work. So what does work is being consistent by posting in the morning and at night. And it doesn't have to be a specific time. It really doesn't. So just say in the morning and you can, whenever it suits you. So one day it could be 7am, one day it could be 7.30, one day it could be 9am, sometime in the morning. Then you can go in the afternoon. Sometimes it could be five o'clock, seven o'clock or nine o'clock. Check your insights, but just post consistently the next formula is have a rhythm aesthetic rhythm on your social what i mean by that is your first post for example so remember it's a square grid you've got 3 rows and 3 columns so have a formula and it's a visual formula so every third post can be a burger or every third post can be a video every second post can be a pancake, whatever. Have your formula. Also, people relate to people. So if you're doing just products, people don't relate to a product. People relate with a person. Humans interact with humans. Humans love puppies and cats. So make it engaging. So think about what humans interact with and then bring that as a visual. So memes is very important. It doesn't drive followers, but it drives conversation. The next step is what we concentrate on as a company is DMs. So for us, it is super important for us to create content that basically a friend direct messages a friend. And the reason why is we've started to notice when we do that, it somehow signals the algorithm that, hey, this content is capturing attention. So therefore, you're more than likely to be, you know, uh, featured on the explore page. And that's where you have a whole set of new eyeballs and you're able to capture attention. That's what is working for us. And that's how we have started to grow our following again. And I want to also touch base on if you are losing followers. So there are com- there are people, brands out there that are actually declining in their numbers now versus increasing. A, it is really emotionally taking a toll on someone and you're going, why doesn't someone like me? You take it personally because you build all this year, it's taken years for you to build something and then for it to crumble down, it does become heartbreaking. To answer that question, and I went on Google. Why are people unfollowing? What I don't I, they, the answer was not there, and it's really frustrating. It took me a year and a half to realize we went from four hundred sixteen thousand followers to four hundred nine thousand followers in a in a year and a half, and that was really heartbreaking. And every day I was trying. So I learned by doing the hard yard what the answer is, and this is it. If you're losing followers, you must think about: okay, how long have you been around? Are people still interested in your services and/or products? So, for example, we promote a lot of food porn. People are more health conscious, and we asked and found out that people were leaning more towards—they're just not resonating with that content anymore. So that's why they lost interest in our page. We no longer served a value to them. That is why we're losing followers. How to overcome that. Okay. That comes back to content strategy. So remember how I said we were only posting once a day. That was not enough. We must, and we had to post twice a day, but it's not about the fact that we posted twice. It was about the content. So, so we now do that Sydney, posts in okay. the morning and then we do viral posts in the afternoon because there's not enough content in Sydney that will capture attention. So that's why we have to go international. So cheese porn is a business strategy of ours. Cheese captures attention. We know it works. So we consistently, you know, post about cheese. Yes. Another very yes. important factor is is what we call a cook shot cover. And I learnt this through Lab Bible, so we work very closely with Lab Bible, Business Insider, Insider, Unilad. And I asked them when they were reaching out to us, so I built a relationship and I would ask them, you know, I would love to have a chat with you, you know, and I got them to teach me what works for them. And these are the big guys. So what's working for them? They were training me and I was like, yes, I understand. And it's about the hookshot. So what a hookshot cover is, it's a cover photo, your thumbnail. Your thumbnail is going to stop the thumb from scrolling. It is what it is. So if you're featured on the Explore page, it will basically have the thumbnail, so the cover photo, so more likely your image or your visual must be super different something that someone hasn't seen before that will capture their attention for them to click. Your job is to capture attention for them to click. And you do that by having and selecting the most intriguing shot cover. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah, that's great insight. I think that's a big part that people overlook quite a lot when uploading a video or uploading content.
1: Oh, it's all about the cover photo. It is what drives, it is what the first, first thing, the first second of capturing someone's attention. So remember, you've got a lot of competition now. So your job is like, how do I rise above it all? It's the hook shot cover.
0: Yeah. Amazing. That is such a fantastic answer. You've really gone in depth to really show what you recommend doing and what you're actually doing for your clients, which is just fantastic. And I also loved the energy and excitement and passion you gave in that answer, which really shows to me that this is a subject that you're truly passionate and excited about.
1: Absolutely. I am. You hit the nail on the head. I live and breathe social and I love it from the bottom of my heart. I love it.
0: Amazing. So I'd love to hear a bit more about when you're actually helping clients when you're doing this done for you service for your clients what's your process like let's say that someone a cafe or a hospitality place reached out to you and they've said Rita we need your help we know you're an expert we've seen what you've done for yourself and for other businesses but we're starting fresh we've got a great product we our food is amazing it looks visually good what are you doing if they um, take you? If you take them on as a client, how are you helping them? What's the sort of process you go through?
1: Before we take them on as a client, there's a two-step process. Step one is discovering where that person or business is at and discovering what their needs are. Then we look at what in that first step one are we the right fit for this person? Do they have budget for it? Because a lot of new entry-level or new businesses, they're very much startup. I was a startup, so I know how hard it is. Everything that your heart and soul goes into it and budget is everything. So, you know, is it right that we do the done-for-you services or should they be learning it, doing it themselves first and then as they grow grow and have larger revenues, then they can go on to um done for you services so that's step one is this are we the right fit for this in particular company then if we believe that we are step two comes in which is the strategy based on what their goals are we will always tailor solutions specifically to their business and their marketing goals so the whole idea is every almost businesses are wanting to increase sales that's their goals but to get sales First, you must do marketing. Marketing is the most important and that's where we come in. So the done for you services is marketing through social media. So we'll tailor those strategies and the services that we offer for that specific business. And to touch point on for influencers that might be listening and how to make or how to turn followers into profit. My first advice will be do not be afraid to charge. Understand and believe in yourself and the value that you are offering. It does not matter if you have 3,000 followers or 10,000. You still have an audience and you still have a reach. That is valuable. So do not be afraid to charge. The worst that can happen is someone might just say no. Well, the more no's you get, the closer you are to getting a yes. It's as simple as getting that person to go through a funnel or a sales process. Process one, use what we do, understand, go through what their business goals are for that business. Are you the right fit? And then come up with services that you can offer to help them reach their business goals. That is how you turn followers into profit. And that is how we also help businesses with our done for you
0: services. So I'd love to, ask you a question from the position or from the angle of someone who's in a a position like yourself, which is they're a done for you social media marketing agency. What's your process or how have you been able to go out into the market and actually get clients?
1: Well, very interesting story here. In the beginning, I had no clue what to do because remember when you're in your business, you're figuring it out yourself and you're going, Where what am I doing? Where do I start? So the first thing that we had to overcome was again, remember how I said people viewed us as an influencer? So people would ask us and be like, hey, I want your I want this and that and your firstborn child and you're gonna post about us in return and I demand XYZ. And I was like, how do I just I would get upset, like, you know, there's a lot of time and effort with what we do and I didn't know how to overcome and communicate the fact that we would, we're a business, just how you are, we also run a business. So it's learning about sales and it's learning and really understanding the fact that that is still an inquiry. So even though that they would demand for my firstborn child and a post on lick your phone yes. for some eggs in return. I would view it as they just don't know and we must educate them, but they're still inquiring. What are they inquiring about? They want exposure. So we had to take them through a sales process. So if they're inquiring, they're reaching out to us by email direct, we then have a specific way that we communicate with them to then let them know, hey, this is what, uh, it's not going too much into about. This is what we do, blah, 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 blah. It's just like, thank you so much. Thank you for reaching out, blah, blah, blah. And then the next, so we'll go through a few other points. And then the first call to action is booking a discovery session. That is the first call of call. That's, that's our way of overcoming an inquiry. And it's really a very art, I believe it's art, sales is an art and it's just going through that sales process. But it took me about two years to get it right or to, I'm still developing it. I'm always sure. trying to make it better.
0: Yeah, definitely. When someone is new to the sales world or they don't even realize that they are in sales, like you said, you're a business how can you learn about sales and actually develop your skills? So you said you went through about a two-year process to get to where you're at today. What sort of steps? What sort of processes did you go to go through to advance your sales skills?
1: Asking a lot of questions. So I just how I met you. We were at a um, the first time we were at a sales conference and i had no idea what the hell i was doing there i was just told there by a friend of mine to go you must come to this so surround yourself with like-minded people and and that could be on facebook groups that could be on meetups ask you know you can you can ask me or ask anyone on lick your phone or someone that inspires you ask ask a question it is okay and Generally, people love to help. So I love to help. I'm sure you love to help. So ask, that's the first thing. And then I did some training and a lot of business courses and I learn every day. I read every day. So every morning I'm up at around 5, 4.30, 5 a.m. and I'm learning. So that is how I learned, and through others Because I learn from other people. I don't really learn too much from a book. Um, I learn from others. And then testing what communication works, what doesn't. So I was learning from other salespeople and sales coaches. That's what worked for me.
0: Amazing. That's really great advice. I think that's a really important thing for people in the sales industry and even not in the sales industry to be doing, which is learning, reading, educating, and surrounding yourself with the right people.
1: Now, touching back on sales, so I was a high-performing salesperson in finance. Now, I my background is sales. I loved it. But because this was a whole new industry, I was like, I didn't know what that pitch is going to be, right? Because when you have your own business, you are now teaching yourself. When you're working for someone else, there's a formula that has worked and someone else is training you. So it's about sort of really training yourself and understanding what is your value, and then providing that as a service. So you might be the best salesperson, but if you don't really know or really believe in the offer and the value that you're giving to others, your confidence is down. That's what is really important: your confidence in how you communicate. Really important. Amazing. Be confident.
0: Be confident. That's cool. And I think. Awesome. I love it.
1: You not be confident inside, but as long as you sound it, people will believe it.
0: Yeah, definitely. And I think one of, one, something you touched on and one of the things that I really found to be crucial to getting good sales results is truly believing in your products. And like you said, understanding your value. So I think if you come to the sales process with that in mind, you'll communicate that and you will end up making more sales than you would have if you don't believe in your product
1: and people can see through the bullshit so if you are just doing it for money people are gonna sense that they can see that and it's just i don't know like it's just wrong if you're if your main motivator is just money get out like you that's not value that's you servicing yourself and it's all like I genuinely care about everyone that comes through and I genuinely want to help them that's why I want to do this podcast I want to share these things that I've learned from my experience and give free advice you know because that may help you in some way or you may take one thing out of this conversation and change it and impact your life in one simple method take something out of this and that is enough That
0: is beautiful to do. Amazing. That's really great advice. So one question that we ask every guest on this podcast. Yes. And and that question is, what's the one thing you've done consistently that has gotten you to where you are today?
1: I am bloody passionate. I am bloody persistent. And no one but myself can get in the way. So I believe in myself and I believe that I will achieve. Like I call having a business, it's almost like being on death row. I went through so many ups and I went through so many downs. No one tells you how hard it is to make it on your own until you actually do it. I reckon death row would have been easier (laughs) at that time, right? So, but I believed in myself. And as long as you are passionate, you cannot kill your passion but yourself to believe. And guess what? You will achieve. So passion is my key to success. Passion.
0: Fantastic. And that's something that I've felt from you pretty much since I, since as long as I've known you, you've always brought that passion and you're also someone that's incredibly consistent. Like you're always going and you're always focused and working towards an end goal, which I think is, is fantastic. And I think that's helped you to get to where you are today. Thank you. So if a company or especially hospitality business out there is listening to this, how can they find out more about you or how can they get in contact with you to find out about your services?
1: Good question. Just email us on or you can direct message us through Instagram at the moment. We are working on our website. Can you believe it? We've been in five years operating and I still don't have a website, but it's finally going to happen. The main way you can reach out to us is info at lickyourphone.com.
0: Info at lickyourphone.com. Fantastic. If you're in the hospitality industry, if you want to grow, if you want to grow your social media, if you want to bring in more clients, more customers, more repeat customers, Word of mouth. If you want to grow your word of mouth, you have to reach out to Rita. You have to hear about her services. And I know that the work she's doing is truly benefiting a lot of clients of hers. So fantastic place to go to and a true expert in the space. And you can just see that with the results she's delivered for herself and her clients. So thank you for coming on today. It's been so insightful and it's been great having you.
1: Thank you so much.